So I, I don't want to um, oversaturate the the channel with too many things that are following any particular topic. However, I do feel like sometimes I do, do I do owe it to any of you that are continuous listeners to kind of give you more than just things that uh, are reviews or critiques or recommendations but also more explanations. So the last couple of entries I've been doing, I've been trying to focus on that. And probably the next couple of entries as well, uh, not really focus too much on the idea of just spoiling something, but you know, taking something that might be older, that maybe you remember or don't remember. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, then it's not really my fault that if it's spoiled, you know, if we're, if we're talking about a film that's 25, 30 years old, you know, how can I really spoil that? Unless you really have not seen it. But, you know, if that's the case, I do apologize beforehand. But, again, these films have been out for so long. If you haven't seen them, maybe listen to, like, the first couple of minutes of one of my entries and stop and say, you know what, let me go watch this because something about this is interesting. So, in this entry, what I want to discuss is, again, I'm going back to the 90s for this one. And the reason this popped up is because I just recently watched Instant Family again. And for those who haven't seen it, it came out a couple of years ago. Uh, it's got Mark Wahlberg in it. And it's a, it's a story about um, these, this, this couple who want to have a family, but they feel they're like too late into their career or their lives to do it where they do it naturally and have a baby and they raise the baby. So they decide to go into the foster care system and hopefully the fostering will lead to adoption. It's a great family film if you haven't watched it yet, and I believe it's loosely based on like an actual story of this particular family that the story follows. So, that's got Mark Wahlberg in it, and for some reason I watched that and I was thinking about Mark Wahlberg's career, and I was like, Instant Family is great, and then he had all these other films over the last couple of years that have been really big hits, and we're talking... There's very few misses when it comes to an actor like Mark Wahlberg. You know, Instant Family was um, big, and then he's had uh, the Daddy's Home films, which are I think are fantastic. I know that sometimes those are hit or misses for some people, but I think Daddy's Home and Daddy's Home 2 are great, are great films. He does uh, the three films back-to-back uh, -back that are based on true stories, Lone Survivor, Patriot's Day, and Deepwater Horizon. All true stories from different... Uh, from different perspectives of what happened on those days, like Patriot's Day, I believe is about the bombing um, in Boston during the Boston Marathon. And then you have Deepwater Horizon, which is about what happened that day on the rig during the Deep Deepwater Horizon oil spill. And then you have Lone Survivor, which is the story of uh, the army soldier who was, his entire team was... Um, captured or it was killed and he was the only one left and he was in like a kill box where they were firing down on him but for, somehow he survived the entire thing and yeah so you had those three films that are back to back of his and then you have all of his other films that might be like hit or misses things like uh pain and gain or the transformers films or um uh the happening and then again you go back to films that are like you have ted you have the other guys, you have We Own the Night, you have The Departed, you know. He bounces around between films that are, like, are to like totally amazing films to watch front to back. And then he has, you know, 
films that are, you know, Planet of the Apes from 2001. Like, they, they can't all be winners. But I'm going to go way back to the beginning of his career with this one. So, when most people were brought to... When Mark Wahlberg was brought to most people's attention, it might have been for, say, The Basketball Diaries, or maybe even the film Fear, or even the film Boogie Nights. So those are his three first films, all coming out a year after one another. Those films are great. He's recognized for all those films for his tremendous talent in all of those. I know that probably The Basketball Diaries is probably a little bit more about uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, but that is his first, I guess, co-starring role outside of Fear, which is his lead role. And, you know, that's a film about an abusive boyfriend who's very manipulative. And that film is recognized for, you know, what it brings to the table as well. And then you have Boogie Nights, which is about, you know, a porn star in a drug-filled industry. And he's recognized for all of these films. So now, again, these are his first three films. You've got 1995, he's got The Basketball Diaries. you got 96, he's got Fear. And you got 97, he's got Boogie Nights. Here comes the year 98. Now, this is one of these things that tells you that... He's had a career where he does a couple of good ones and he gets hit with a really bad one. Does a couple of good ones, gets hit with a bad one. Maybe he gets hit with two or three bad ones, but he comes back into a really good one. So Mark Wahlberg is the kind of actor you can't keep down. And this is that film that kind of emphasizes that to like the hundredth power. I'm going to talk about the big hit from 1999. For those who may not know what this film is... It's an action comedy film that was is is it's portraying Mark Wahlberg's first action role. It's got a bunch of people in it, including Christina Applegate, um, uh, Bokeem Woodbine, who I know that guy's name. He's in so many things, and very few people know his name. I know that guy's name. If you don't know who that is, Bokeem Woodbine. Look him up; you'll recognize him immediately. And then it's also got as the main. Uh, the other co-star to Mark, Mark Wahlberg is Lou Diamond Phillips. And, you know, that I think this is his first action role since Young Guns. And it's just, it's, it's, it's such a, so, it's such an out there film that to be part of the history of what is Mark Wahlberg's tremendous career let alone all of the other things that are back and forth between, you know, like I said, sometimes he has hits, sometimes he has misses. I would love to say this is a hit because I loved it, you know, when I was younger. I went to go actually see this film in theaters. This was in theaters. This wasn't a released straight to video anything. You know, I don't think he's ever done one of those, honestly. But I went to see this in theaters. This film was good to me back then. And I watched it again recently and I understand I understand now certain aspects of what we considered to be th- like great movies from the 90s. Again, when I go into this, I'm not saying that I don't like The Big Hit. I still love The Big Hit for its 90s glory, but it is a tremendously bad film. So, what's the film about? Well, you've got these four characters um, that are contract hitmen, and two of them are Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips' character. Uh, The Mark Wahlberg character's nickname is Smiley, and the Lou Diamond Phillips' character's nickname is Cisco. And the other two members 
of the team as well. And what they do is they go on these hits that they're given and they're paid money for. And it starts off with you seeing one of these uh, hits that they go on. And what you notice is that a lot of the times these other three dudes, including Lou Diamond Phillips' character, they stand back while they make uh, Mark Wahlberg's character go and do all the work. So you're seeing all this action, you're seeing him jump through the air, you're seeing him roll down the stairs, you're seeing him do gunfire and not get hit, but like be able to hit headshots. You know, bad 90s action film tropes. So you see this first hit, then it goes into them getting paid, and you see how like the Cisco character played by Lou Diamond Phillips is very manipulative, and this is meant to show you that Smiley, the Mark Wahlberg character, is kind of more understanding and kind of a pushover even though he's an assassin you know what i mean like these are trained you know contract killers but this guy's like oh you killed the target i thought i killed the target and then he convinces him by making him feel bad so then he gives the big pot of money to him instead and he really didn't get the last kill so that's meant to set up this 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 um uh uh, plot device. That's the move. That's where I'm trying to find. It's meant to set up this plot device where you learn that Cisco is somebody who can't be trusted. Okay. So we move on. You now learn that uh, the uh, character played by Mark Wahlberg, Smiley. That's I was trying to remember the name of the character. Smiley is married to Christina Applegate's character, Pam. Now, Pam is a bit of an erratic kind of fiance, kind of like. Also making him feel bad. It Throughout this whole thing, you're, you're understanding that Mark Wahlberg is basically a pushover. The character Smiley is a pushover, and he just doesn't want to... He doesn't want conflict. He doesn't want to get in anybody's way or anything. Oh, and also, I believe he's got a side chick, too. Like, he's got a girlfriend and a fiancé. And that kind of all comes to blow, like, at some point in the film as well. And then... He's getting phone calls from, again, 90s galore. He's getting phone calls from a video store talking about how he has to return King Kong Lives because it's overdue and they, like, really want the overdue copy of King Kong Lives. And while all this is happening, while you're learning about his life and you're seeing him progress and he's got stomach issues so he drinks Pepto-Bismol like water... On the other side, you have Cisco and the other two dudes that are part of the team. They're planning a kidnapping. They're trying to kidnap somebody's daughter to like get a ransom so they can make some quick money. Because, you know, there isn't all that money in being an assassin, I guess. So they kidnap this Asi- this little Asian girl. They send, you know, a really bad, you know, ransom tape to the father. And what they don't realize is the father is directly connected to their boss who gives them jobs to go kill people to make money. And this girl they kidnapped is his goddaughter. So when Cisco discovers that, he tries to pin the blame on Smiley so they can go after Smiley. So then, jump to... Mark Wahlberg's character in his home where he's trying to set up this dinner with his fiance's parents and they're also very annoying and they're also like really 
pushy on him about what he does for like a career and why you haven't gotten pregnant yet and all this stuff. And it's just, it's, it's just really bad up until all oh, the, the bad guys show up and they're like, where's my, where's my goddaughter? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Huge fight breaks out. They learn that he's actually a trained killer and they're all like, holy shit, we're so sorry. Please don't kill us. And he's not going to, I mean, I say that, but like, it's not really what happens. It's more like, oh my God, we didn't know that this is what your life was. And he's just like, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Again, he's a pushover. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Just, just go, go in the closet. I'll, I'll take care of all the bad guys. Don't worry about it. And it's just such over-the-top action. Like, he gets into a car chase with Cisco because he he eventually learns that Cisco tried to set him up. So he goes after Cisco. Both of their cars go tumbling down, like, a ravine. And Mark Wahlberg lives. He thinks Cisco's dead. Cisco lives. He goes to return the fucking videotape. <laughs> he just got into this huge car wreck. And then Smiley goes with the videotape to return it to the fucking video store and that's where Lou Diamond Phillips meets him and they have this huge fight throughout the, this huge final battle throughout the whole video store to the point where they like blow it up and it's just it's just ah uh, that that is a quick synopsis of what this ridiculous 90s action film with Mark Wahlberg is now again I say all this understanding that up to, to the standards of a good action film, this doesn't meet anything. However, this is a really enjoyable film, and this is a immense fun time to sit through and to experience and to just see what... Like, if, you, if there was, like, a list of movies, like, a top ten movies to watch to really epitomize what the 90s was when it came to how much they tried pushing out films that legitimately went to theaters like this if this didn't have mark Wahlberg or lou diamond phillips this probably would have been a on the dvd rack at shop right kind of film but somebody greenlit it said we can toss this in theaters and make a lot of money i'm pretty sure it didn't make a lot of money maybe i don't know by, by 90s standards maybe i'm not 100 percent certain but it's not long, and it's it's not as bad as, say, any other entries I've made about films that are not up to par with where they should be, I guess, when it comes to what the film is meant to do. But if you're a Mark Wahlberg fan and you've never seen this, again, we're talking a film 25, almost 25 years old, you know, give it a shot. I'm not, gonna, I'm not saying it's bad to watch. I'm just saying it's bad. <laughs> but it is fun to watch, but it's bad. But it's fun to watch. But it's bad.